Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Jupiter, and my pronouns are she, they. And welcome to Deck of Friendship, uh, where it, it's the it's the hottest new Gunch podcast. I can't. <laughs> I can't. We, get- we discuss Gunch and Gunch accessories and Gunch paraphernalia and Gunch. Gunch news. I am gunch. refusing to engage in this bit. <laughs> You're refusing to engunch with this bit. Let's play in the space, Ray. Let's play in the in the gunch space. Yeah, you, your heart should go three grow three sizes today. This, yeah, play in the <laughs> my heart is too big, and that's the only thing I'll say about this conversation. Okay, that's fair. Hey, look at this. That's fair. Ah, uh, yes. Is this a premium gunch image? No, it isn't. It's not quite a gunch image. I'm sorry. I, I could can't I could believe... send a premium gunch. Let me see if I yeah, have please. one. Do I have to pay? Is it behind a paywall because it's premium? Well, you can you can pay me if you want to. Yeah, I won't stop you. This is a premium one because it's got so many gunch in it. Oh, that's got a lot of gunch in it. That's like three gunch. Three gunch, three dog. What else do you need? Yeah. Wow. That's like so much gunch. That's not a dog. That's Max the other reindeer. I'm sorry for bringing the gunch in this. Should we start over? No. Nope. We can't. <laughs> we can't. I refuse because I got to go the in an hour. The seal broken. <laughs> I, I, I regret bringing the gunch into this. Well, you have to live with your decisions now, Jupiter. I don't regret the gunch. I'm going to keep posting premium gunches. That's a fun picture. Uh, but here's, uh, can I say why I regret bringing the gunch into this? Hmm. Is... Uh, is because this is an audio medium and I can't keep describe I can't we can't describe all of these gunch images. Nor do we have to. People can look up gunch if they want. You can look up gunch if you're curious. I just posted gunch dog from the gunch stolen Christmas. Yeah. We uh we talk about an anime and we don't describe the entire thing in great detail and what clothes people are wearing all the time. It's fine. Yeah, because most characters just don't wear clothes. That's not true. If you're the Gunch, if you're the certainly. Gunch. <laughs> if you're the Gunch or the Gunch's dog, really no clothes. There's one accessory on Gunch Dog. Yeah, one accessory on Gunch Dog. Sometimes the Gunch is wearing a a Santa hat and and coat. Yeah. Um, but that's that's an. Do you ever think about how the Gunch has a sewing machine in his house? Um. For, and like all of the materials to make make the outfit, um, but most of the time he absolutely is full full nude. I think that's why he lives up in a big old isolated mountain cave because all the who's all the who's wear clothes. All the who's wear clothes. All the who's but wear the clothes. Is he was ostracized from society not for being all mean and grumpy all the time. They just didn't like that he was always walking around completely naked with his whole entire uh, everything hanging out. Yeah, his his gunch swinging in the it, wind. <laughs> his gunch swinging in the wind, <laughs> and they banished him up to a mm. isolated mountain peak where he could be naked in peace. But instead yeah. of just like understanding that like you know he he is free to live his lifestyle just outside of whoville um he instead developed a grudge against their most epicest holiday of crimsus and then he went and stole it and also put clothes on in the process so he kind of like mixed his own messages mixed his metaphors mixed really his bad metaphors, yeah <laughs> yeah but i don't think he really knew what he wanted by the end <laughs> right right but you know what like i do i you know do sort of get 
the impetus because like as we know christmas is the most clothed holiday it is yeah i yeah so unless you're in the southern hemisphere the fact that he still wasn't wearing pants when he was wearing the christmas clothes kind of like seals the deal on that one yeah yeah well because like it shows the like two sides of his identity right he still wants to be you know he still wants to have some connection to whoville but he knows that he can never really live there right uh and it's it's the it's the duality of gunch if i didn't know any better i'd say that this wasn't even about log horizon it was just a gunch episode (laughs) do i need to be here because i can just go (laughs) you do need to be here ray ray you always need to be here ray listen you need to be here because I'm not at my full power level right now. And if I was, if I, if it was just two of us, I don't know if I could keep up the other half of a conversation. So far, y'all are doing great. We're seven minutes in. I've said like three sentences. The rest of that time was Gunch talk. Welcome but to Gunch talk. Do you remember talk. when it's- Minori sat high on a tree branch observing the goblin skirmishes using magic eye drops and a telescope? Yeah, it's much like the Gunch looking down on Whoville. <laughs> what was your favorite part about that ray my favorite part of it was when minori had eyes like a cat oh yeah because cat's eyes like glow in the dark yeah they said that she can see far like cats and her eyes are just glowing green i'm like that's cat eyes that's a sick look though i would use those magic items just like as a cosmetic i'd be like hey look at me i got glowing green eyes hee haw i would do that but the problem is, is that I like being in the dark too much. And if I could just see in the dark, that I feel like that would ruin that for me. Yeah, I guess it would be a fun, like, it would be a fun, like, daytime cosmetic, you know, because you're not sure, like, yeah. benefited by it necessarily, but you can still run around with glowing eyes. And then, like, also if you're at a rave, also if you're at a rave, then it's worth it, I think. Uh Oh, yeah, me, I only, I only put in my night vision eye drops uh, in the daytime. Right. So you can see the nighttime when it comes around. Yes. I, I'll actually, if if you have night vision eye drops, would you know that nighttime was happening? Well, I guess it depends on how often you apply them. And if you do so very flippantly and you forget what time it is, then yeah, sure. Yeah. If yeah. you have a watch. Do you think that night vision goggles or night, not, not goggles, I'm sorry, night vision potion just makes it look like it's daytime? Like it doesn't make night look lit up. It just like it looks like it's daytime, like the sun <laughs> is up and like birds are singing and like. And the zombies in front of you and you're like, oh, it's daytime. Why aren't you? Oh, <laughs> there's zombies and skeletons. All the uh, zombies get- and skeletons just look like they're wearing sun hats. <laughs> You're like, wow, it must be daytime. Sun hats. Wow. I, why are all these spiders so angry at me? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's the middle of the day. It's 3 p.m. It's 3 p.m. It's 3 p.m. Uh, MPT, Minecraft Standard Time. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Minori is sitting high on a tree branch, and she's looking at some goblins. and Kind of observing their skirmishes in a way. In a way, I would say, uh, using the magic eye drops in a telescope, even. Wow. Um, but then, but then she receives a call from Natsuku, informing her of a couple of squads of goblins heading her direction. Uh, so yeah, then I don't know. There's this. The, the whole cold open really is just like uh, 
them looking out into the woods and being like, hey, they're over there. And then it cuts to Shiro, Krusty, and Mishitaka uh, being like, hey, the meeting is over there. And then that's the cold open. The cold open is setting up the episode for once in our lives. Yeah. That's never happened. It's most, usually cold opens are pretty unrelated, but this one was this just one's like, like, this is what the kids are going to do, and this are what Shiro team are going to do. And we're yeah. like, oh, okay. I think that... <laughs> I think that maybe this uh this cold open would have been a little bit uh just a little bit better if it you know it was the same footage uh but it was just Shiro monologuing and going like magic eye drops help you see in the dark for <laughs> that would have been the cold yeah to observe yeah. goblins from afar their skirmishes even using magic eye drops and a telescope yes when combined with the telescope skill <laughs> yeah that sounds like a cold open we would get. <laughs> Combined with the telescope item, you can see for miles. <sighs> so, that's cold open. That's really it. Yeah, that's really it. What happens this episode, y'all? Uh, it's This one's about Princess Lunesia kind of being a bad uh, apple. Bad apple, I said. You no, heard me say mm, apple. Try, try that again. Yeah, try no, I said a bad apple. She's the best apple, though. Yeah, bad apple doesn't bad apple doesn't mean the same thing as the thing that you were gonna say means. Episode seventeen, Lanesha is a best apple. That's best, the name of this apple. episode. Yeah, she's the best apple. Oh God, Lanesha is kind of like awesome in this episode. I just want to say. Oh yeah, I've, she's like, one of my favorite characters. She actually, yeah. this is the episode where she pulls out a gun and shoots Krusty, and she becomes the protagonist. Thank goodness. Yeah. How many times in this series have uh, we had jokes about one of the other characters in Log Horizon becoming the main character? Way too much. At least three. Because this is a Log Horizon is set in a world where it's you know the concept, the core concept of the world is is what if what if we lived in a world where everyone was irredeemably a jerk <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. And, that's the, and that's it that's the world of lock horizon so anytime that we have a character that is like not fully a jerk we're like that's the main character now must must latch on yeah that's the one that matters that's the good one that's the best apple in this bunch y'all yeah Oh my God. Who are the other best apples we got? We got Akatsuki, we got Nyanta. Nyanta's Nyanta, the best apple. Yeah. Did we ever mention Minori as, as best apple yet? I Minori could be best apple, but they don't really give her a personality, and that's yeah, sad. She's, she's pretty good apple so far. She's pretty good apple. I wish she could be best apple, but the writers won't allow it. I will yeah. say, I think that Minori places higher than Akatsuki at this point, because what has Akatsuki done in the last several Nothing. episodes? Yeah, Akatsuki's really just kind of fallen out of existence, huh? This is the first time we've heard her talk in like three episodes, and it was like, my lord. And we're like, that's the only thing you say anymore, girl. Come on. Yeah, legitimately, like the only, like, I think like the only time we see her this episode is she's just hanging above a banister. When the princess walks in. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, they legitimately were like, all right, so we're going to write a character, all right? We're going to introduce her as, as one of the main characters. What's her main thing? Well, hiding in the shadows and listening. Did they write a main character or did they just stumble upon a good character that they did not in- implement well? <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> that might be the sickest burn I've said. Walked across a, a cat ski in the woods, just stumbled upon a good character on accident. Oh, whoops. Hey, do you want to be in my manga? <laughs> oh, my she God. She just I, disappears. Yeah. Would you oh, want to be in their manga? Huh? Would you want to be in their manga? Not this manga. Not this one. I did when I was younger, but not anymore. Not anymore. I honestly, I think it would be pretty awesome to live in the world of Log Horizon, but also everyone is kind of mean and bad. I would just hang out with the princess. I think I would, uh, well, here's the thing. I wouldn't want to live in Log Horizon for several reasons. One, because I do not really love fantasy that much. Two, I have dyscalculia and I can't do math. Three, everyone's a jerk. Yeah, my, I mean, three's, three's kind of the deal breaker for me. Like, yeah. Like, here's the thing is like, there's a reason that like Final Fantasy 14 doesn't have, uh, in built in voice chat. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm. imagine that and it's just life. That's Log Horizon. That's it. <laughs> Log Horizon is Final Fantasy XIV with built-in voice chat. The, just yeah. reminding me of the built-in voice chat in, in Team Fortress 2 and me thinking of like, when I was a kid, if if there was a cataclysm, it would have happened to me in Team Fortress 2 and then I would have been stuck in Team Fortress 2. And that is terrifying. Yeah. What would I what game what game would I be stuck in if there was a cataclysm? Kingdom Hearts. Probably, honestly. If I was well, a, a younger joy. I think right now it would definitely be Final Fantasy fourteen, because that's the game I, I play the most. That's right a good now, one. It right now it would be Minecraft for you me. You would be in yeah, Minecraft, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking on today's terms, uh Final Fantasy fourteen. Speaking on older terms, either the world ends with you or Kingdom Hearts. Speaking on today's terms, I would definitely been be in uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Nice. Uh, I've been playing that on my own time. It's very good. Uh, in older terms, I would probably be in Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, which is also just as good. I, it, what? Okay. This is a, a, a slightly different question, uh, but I'm going backwards in the conversation. If you could be, if, if any manga walked up to you and was like, hey, do you want to, let me rephrase. If a manga artist walked up to you and was like, hey, do you want to be in my manga? Which, what manga would you want to be in? The one Terrence is working on. Oh. Terrence is working on a manga? He was for a while, and I was in it as a, a, a secondary main That's character. That's amazing. Aww. But he stopped drawing because life gets hard, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, trust me. Sure. That's like the reason I dropped drawing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, um, definitely the one Terrence was working on, which I was in. <laughs> That's my real answer. If you want one that exists, um, hmm, the Kingdom Hearts manga probably because I get to hang out with Demix. Is there a king? Of course, there's a Kingdom Hearts manga. It's better than the games. Not it's even better kidding. than the games. It what? characterizes everybody. It's so good. It's so good. They characterize everybody so much, and like, <sighs> I just wish they were canon. That's all I'll say. Yeah, but also if they were canon, I would feel way worse for Demix. <laughs> also true. Ugh. Everybody knows that what that means. Everybody knows what that means. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows what that means. That's the most accessible joke I've ever made. Uh-huh. Uh, Demix, more like everybody knows Zix. Everybody what manga knows would Zix. you be in, Jupiter? I was, I was, I'm going to be honest. I was just going to say like Pokemon Adventures or some, something. Oh, that's also a good one. You know, Pokemon die in that one, so I don't I don't know how I feel about that. If if you are going to walk into a universe where nobody dies, then you are going to end up 
falling into horror very quickly. Yeah, that I'm is that, that is true. I think so. By today's standards, I don't read manga, so I would be in the Sonic IDW comics. <laughs> very nice. But a younger me would be in. Um, I forget what it's called. There's like a manga that I used to love when I was like. Uh, like very very young like 12 or 13 um it was like co-written by stan lee um huh? yeah it's like oh uh was it called ultimo i think it might have been called ultimo hang on i've heard of that name yeah no i used to i used to love these books so much so a younger me would have been in, in this in this one which is unfortunate because like I, I probably would be a human being and that means i wouldn't have the cool superpowers so i'd probably die <laughs> No. Okay. Well, if you well, if you say so. I do. Okay. Thank you. Also the villain the villain kind of is Stanley also. Oh, love that. Here. Yeah, that's Stanley. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's Stanley. That's Stanley right there. I think this I think this part should say in the podcast. <laughs> I know it's not up to me, but that's my that's that's what I that's that's my personal statement. I I'm just thinking about flow, but I'll keep that in consideration. Like the character from Finding Nemo? Like the character from from Super Mario Sunshine, like the like the song from Kogia. Like oh gosh, like the like flow from 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 the commercials. Okay, so we're on the steps of the palace. Y- yes, that's true. Is it? I'm in my I'm in my apartment. That's a reference for you musical fans out there. Um, I don't know any musicals, Ray. Could you tell me about them in great detail? <laughs> They're bad, and the music's great. <laughs> That's, oh my gosh, though, that's like the perfect description of musicals. I like... Yeah, I know. I'm I'm there for the music and sitting there live, it's right. different, right? But sure. like, once you think about it, you're like, hey, dear Evan Hansen, I have some issues. No, literally, I had so many issues. I, I literally got like, like over a halfway through dear Evan Hansen, and then I was like, hey, how do people, how do people enjoy uh-huh. this? This is like the worst. It's because they're there live. I love the music. It... Right, it's like good, but like the plot is gross. <laughs> the plot is so uh-huh. gross. Yep. I'm like, uh Meanwhile, anyway. at the Council of the Easter Lords, they begin Oh, count- now it's time to talk about it cuz you can't you don't you can't contribute, huh, Jupiter? <laughs> <laughs> I just sit here in silence and let y'all go on for hours. If we are leaving the musical conversation, I do want to say one more thing and that's just that like Okay. I love the medium of musicals. I think that musicals have so much potential. I mean, like, there there are good musicals, you know? Yeah, like Cats. I haven't seen it, but I believe you. No, nope, um, don't. Okay, never mind. Um, I, I like there are good musicals. Like, 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 just take just take for example, like the Steven Universe movie. Pretty good movie, right? Like, yeah, yeah. A, a pretty fun movie to watch, and it just so happens to be a musical. I think that's what a, a musical should strive to be. Instead, every musical I've ever seen, um, not only kind of sounds the same, um, but also like has these really morally bankrupt plots because like basically the only people who like regularly go to Broadway and see like every musical coming out are like extremely wealthy people. Hi, welcome so, to like, a whole conversation about accessibility in musicals. Come come exactly. talk to me about it at some no, point. That's it's so it's so true though, because musicals are kind of just bad. Like not all of them, obviously, but like most of them are. Like most yeah, of them are really yeah. bad. 
So uh, vote now on your phones, uh, you and the audience. Vote now on your phones whether or not this bit stays in, whether this whole like extended conversation, the whole... You don't... Well, you don't have to keep the part about me going off about musicals. I think we do. I think that's the important part. <laughs> no, 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 no. Vo- vote now on your phones. Oh, I'm voting yes. Oh, I'm voting yes. Here, let me put in my vote. Um... Uh, if you if you look down at your podcatcher right now, you'll see a little prompt pop up uh, on whether or not this bitch should stay in the episode. And uh, uh, and and you know, I, I thank you for your participation. It really it's thank really you. appreciated. Thanks you know? everybody. Yeah, thank you. Engagement. <laughs> so anyway, at the Council of the Eastal Lords, they begin coming up with theories of sorts that maybe. <laughs> yeah. Although although t- okay, I I do I do want to. I don't know. The only musical I know is is Hamilton, but I think it evident. I mean, I was I was in theater as in high school, and yet I still don't know any musicals. But like yeah. you're, I don't I don't want to just breeze past it. But you are absolutely if you right. Want, like a perfect illustration of my point. Just like watch Heather's, and then you'll be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like like musicals are like so focused in like one specific area of yeah. the world that like those people get to decide what musicals are and it's mostly out of touch rich people who don't know what the hell anything is. Um so for sure uh and and like yeah musicals should be more acceptable uh, acceptable <laughs> uh should be more accessible to to allow more people to uh to contribute their voices to the medium uh and uh cuz it's probably like the most gentrified art medium of any of them and there's a lot of them so and there's a lot of them that are all pretty pretty gentrified uh so but anyway they're talking and trying to decide if they're going to ask the adventurers for help and they're like no we have pride this sucks if we ask the adventurers for help, then we'll have to ask the adventurers for help. Uh-oh. And that's the scene. Ooh. And then Shiro and friends are like, um, we have to help them, but like, should we? <laughs> okay, there's, I have so much to say on this episode. I have so much to say on this episode. I have Do you so have much? much? So much even? The libertarianism <laughs> of it all. That they're, they have this, and like, it gets, we'll get more into it, but they have this whole thing, uh, about like, you know, we don't have to be held accountable for everything that, that happens, blah, blah, blah. Um, just because we have all the money and power doesn't mean we're indebted to you. Doesn't mean we have to use it to make the world a better place. This, the, the whole thing of this episode literally is, the adventures being like, we have all the power, we have all of the uh, ability, and uh, we have all the the resources, and you need to uh, ask really nicely or else we will not help you at all. Um, because you need to respect us. We will not bow down to you. I don't know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like all the all the people of the land in that meeting, despite being like rich nobility, made a really cogent point on how, hey, mm-hmm. you um you have all the money and all the power and you can't die, so you should probably take care of this thing because it technically affects you because you live here and we live here, and even if it didn't affect you, it would still be the right thing to do. And she was like I don't think I will. Did I kind of um, just manifest Daryl OKKO for yeah, like a little two bit seconds? There. I, I, I like I like felt that. I don't think I yeah, will. Yeah, no, it was there. It's me, Cowboy Daryl. I feel like I'm losing it. 
Oh goodness! I, like I, we'll have more stuff. To, like I, I, I'm getting way ahead of myself with this. No, it's fine. It's fine. I just want to talk about politics of Log Horizon. Uh-huh. But like for real, this show is like the most libertarian show I've ever seen in my you life. Watch the West Wing. <laughs> Oh, you're right. No, I've seen a little bit of the West Wing. You're right. Actually, actually you should actively not do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but anyway, let's 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 let's, let's keep, keep going. going. We need to say more things before we get into our points. <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, also, if you'll notice now, uh, the adventurers like meeting room and who is making decisions, the number of people has reduced. Uh, like Henrietta is no longer a part of the group for some reason. Um, and there were a bunch of other people who were in the room last time we saw them, but now it's just Shiro. Krusty and Mishitaka, uh, who I believe is the leader of the, uh, the, like, labor guild, or one of the, the labor guilds guild, yeah. in the, mer- the merchant guild, yeah, um, He's he's the leader of one of the merchant guilds in in Akihabara. Um, so I don't know what happened, but now it's just these three. I don't know where Henrietta went. To be honest, she's busy with meetings. It's fine. Oh my god, did they leave her behind? I mean, oh anyway. Um, but anyway, so these three now are uh, are ha- are are doing their thing. They're having a meeting. Um, it's, it's a lot of meetings. Hey, welcome to Log Horizon. It's meetings. That's the show. Uh, what what happened? Oh no, what happened? What happened? What happened? Somebody take this ball. Which one? That one. The blue one. Uh, uh, the, it's sort of like an off blue. It looks blue to me. It's not quite blue, Joy. It's like, it's- Well, I'm just saying it looks blue to me. (laughs) It's more like a, it's more like a purplish, bluish, it's like- I'm not having a dress reference in this episode. Wait, I'm moving wait, on. That's, wait, that's wait, not what wait, I was, was doing. Wait, was this a dress reference the whole time? Oh God! Were we ac- did we accidentally do a dress reference? Yes, no, you did. No. Even though the colors are off, is the is the ball blue and gold, or is it white and orange, or whatever the hell? <laughs> I don't remember. I they have meetings and they're being libertarian about it, and and they they talk a lot. <laughs> And I don't care. And then we go to the kids, and then the kids have a fight. That's a, then they're they're great. And then that's the episode. Bye bye. You didn't even talk about Lunesia. Yeah, you're right. That's the actual important part of this episode. Lunesia is the best part of this episode. Also, I want to say it again, just because I feel like maybe it got overlooked a little bit. I have seen the dress in real life before. Yeah, oh, really? it was at a convention yeah. I went to. Yeah. What, what, what color was it? Blue and black, which is is odd because every time I looked at it in a picture, it was white and gold to me. And I was like convinced like thoroughly that either some Photoshop was done or it was actually white and gold. And then I saw it in person and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I just remember being in high school when that dress i can't i can i also be real i can't believe that you know five years later or whatever we're still talking about this picture of a dress five years probably it's been a long time oh i'm aging that's probably when i went to that convention probably around like 2015 2016 so yeah oh i'm aging everybody i don't oh goodness but i just remember being in high school and being in that theater class and 
literally somebody running into the class with a picture of the dress on his phone and like taking over the class to talk about this dress. Uh, it was just some random student. And are you that- sure they were a student? Oh, no, I was sure. And uh, they were a senior at the time. Um, and it was d- r- ridiculous to me. <laughs> I think, honestly, it was mostly, like, now that I'm, like, thinking on it in reflection, I think the reason why it, it like, that moment bothered me so much uh, and stuck with me is because uh, he, he made the room very loud with everyone talking about it, and I have pretty bad noise sensitivity. Mm. I think that's the reason why that event stuck with me. Huh. Sometimes you just have autism realizations. Anyway. Princess Lunesia, though. Princess Go Lunesia, on. She. So what color was her dress? <laughs> <laughs> it was Lunesia colored. That's that's true. She has oh. such a specific aesthetic. Yeah, and I really like it. Yeah, I'm so into yeah. it. Oh, we should probably mention, right? So I don't even know if we talked about this before, but a couple of episodes ago, the adventurers were talking about like the Knights of Izumo, which were uh, when this was a game, they were like a group of knights that were NPCs that were the most powerful knights and uh, and could do anything and they were super strong um and the the we see in the people of the land meeting uh, of the nobles that they like don't know where the knights went and all of their encampments and fortresses are just empty like no signs of blood no fighting just gone and joy had a very important thought about that did I wait? What? 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 Which you one? You did. You did. What? You said. You said they went to the real world. Oh yeah! The yeah 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 yeah. Sorry, I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so when you said I had a point, I was like, oh, I gotta pretend like I was paying attention. <laughs> Surprised you were. That's. It's fair. not for a lack of interest. I just my brain doesn't work. So no, I yeah no I. Believe me, Joy, I, I I understand that completely. Why should we talk about the Izumo Knights? It doesn't seem like they're important or anything. Well, they were important because they were even stronger than the adventurers, but then they disappeared and, and probably went to the real world. Yeah. 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 Season two. Season two, the Izumo Knights are like... Are like trying to be business people. Season two of Log Horizon, we're just in the real world following all new characters. This is gonna be like enchanted, I think. What? This episode? No, this the rest the the rest of the the rest of this plot line is gonna be like enchanted. Oh, they like okay. they like go they go to the they go to the modern world and they fall in love with uh like insecure businessman. Scott Summers. Yeah, and they teach him how to be a wallflower from a- another universe. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lot like the uh, live action He Man movie. Is that a thing that exists? It is. I've never seen it, but I know that he goes to the human world. Live action He Man movie. Oh, he actually looks kind of good though. You should look at Skeletor. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> 
Are you are you looking at the Skeletor? I think so. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you might notice that Skeletor does not really have a skull for a face. Yeah, he is just kind of a person, just kind of a He's human just kind man. Of a, just kind of a man that has sort of a has sort of skull adjacent features. Yeah, and a funny pig nose. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. It's. It, an odd choice, but anyway, I, I haven't seen it. Any, I don't know why. I can't get over. He Man looks really, really good. Does he? Yeah, he's like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but like, but like, I guess he he does have a mullet, doesn't he? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't find him attractive, but I'm looking at him and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now noticing the soldiers in the background of this picture. <laughs> There's just a lot going on, huh? It's it's so funny to me just listening to anybody express attraction for a man because I'm just like, sure, I guess. I that's I feel like Penny's in the same boat when I start talking about cute guys. Because I we were watching Community together and there's this episode mm-hmm. where uh, uh, I don't remember what the... Joel McHale, his character uh, is playing pool in short shorts. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I didn't realize this was a fan service episode. And you're like, oh, this is a fan service episode. I'm pretty sure Joel McHale's like not the best person IRL. Nope. Nope. Yeah, no, he's no. Okay. I wasn't sure about that. But that that episode specifically, I was just like, this is fan service. And I think I'm okay with that. Where am I? <laughs> where are we? Where where are we? What is happening? Welcome to Deck of Friendship. Welcome to Deck of Friendship. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. So the Knights of Isamo are gone. The kids do a fight. That's it. The kids do a fight. And Rudy's like, I got these cool gauntlets. And everyone's like, we gave them to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Teamwork. We love each other. Friendship, bonds, anime. Ray, Ray more than any, like Ray, are you are you melting under your blanket again? I don't know where I Me am. Me neither. I'm not melting. I just don't know where I am. I don't. I don't know where I am. I think I. I'm like post melted. I'm like already melted. Yeah. I mean, look, like I like just stepped out of the microwave. Like this. Like I don't. I don't think that's such a surprise. I don't think that's such a surprise. I mean, I mean, real talk. We did. We did literally just survive a coup. So yeah, feelings are. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Hey, Jupiter, I just rolled a 19. What does that mean? What did I do? Uh, you do just, like, the the sickest backflip. Like, it's not, like, okay, not the quite sickest backflip, but everyone's impressed. One, like, one unit less than the sickest backflip. Yes. One person was like, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one person was slightly, you know, slightly thought that you could improve your form a little bit, but, like. Everyone else was, like, screaming. Yeah, and, and they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't bring that up to you, right? It's the sort of thing of, like, you see it and you're like, yeah, you know what, like, they probably know. Ooh, I rolled a 20. Did I, oh, did I really? change their mind? <laughs> yes, you did. Okay, good. This is reminding me of of when we were playing uh, uh, together and literally, like, you rolled the most nat 20s I have. Right, right. When I was rolling my character, when I was rolling my character, I got like three nat 20s and a 19. You had to nerf me. Yeah, I did. I did have to nerf you a little bit. That was so funny. Anyway, uh, so I do want to talk about uh, Rudy really quick, what what Ray was talking about. Uh, so they, I, I suppose for 
completing the dungeon, which they did off screen, apparently. Uh, for completing the dungeon, they got some cool gauntlets that are built for offensive spellcasters. Uh, they don't really say what they do. It just, you know, it makes your magic better. Uh, but you can't use them until you're level 25. So no, none of the kids can use them yet. Uh, and they're having this conversation of like, oh, you know, what should we do with them? You know, we only got these one set. You know, we can't share them really. Uh, so what do we do? And Izuzu is like, hey, let's just give them to Rudy. Rudy is our spellcaster. Rudy uses a lot of offensive magic. And Rudy has this uh, both a little cute, but also very sad reaction of like, a poor person who never gets given anything receiving a, a, a important gift and then being like, I will protect these for with my life. And also, are you sure I want to earn them? Which like it's a it's a gift. But like, that's the vibe of like when you're poor and then you get something yeah. and it's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't deserve this because I've been told that I don't. One of my Christmases, my parents got me a PS uh, PS4. Uh, it was like a couple years after it came out, and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, <laughs> I don't get it. Is this a joke?" And then I had to earn it through ritual combat. <laughs> they didn't tell fine. me to. I just did yeah. it. You know, I was like, I was like, I can't just take a PS4. Right. You know because. Wait, I have a better joke. Yeah? I have a better joke. Okay, go for it. Um, go for it. Go for it. Uh, it came with Star Wars Battlefront, and that was the gauntlet. <laughs> I had to play Star Wars Battlefront because I didn't have any other games. Oh, I did that. I did that. I did oh, that. Oh, goodness. That's the that joke. Fun. That's the joke, everybody. Good night, everybody. <sighs> Congratulations. Good Congratulations. Night, you won. Click here to win a free yeah. iPod Nano. Anyway, I just real feel re- really feel for Rudy on this one. Yeah. I I've, I Ru- like Rudy more and more. Rudy is my favorite character in this he show. He started off as me not liking him at all, and now I'm just like, every time he's on screen, I'm like, I wonder what Rudy's up to. <laughs> I hope Rudy's okay. What if, Ru- hey, here's my theory. What if Rudy is the Izumo Knights? <gasps> oh, and all of, oh, he's the Izumo Knights, and all of the other Izumo Knights went to the real world, but he got left behind. Oh, gosh. Like the Christian book yeah. series about the rapture. Oh, my goodness. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to talk about Manessia and, and get us out of here? Manessia's cool. Why? She, What'd she do this time? She, she, okay, so first, she overheard the, 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 like, nobles, uh, just like discussing how they were gonna trick the adventurers into helping them. Um, and she was like, ah, now I have a crucial piece of information that I can use for my advantage. Um, and then she like confronts the adventurers, uh, mainly like Shiro, Krusty, and the other guy, as they're on their way to the meeting to discuss how they'll deal with the 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 goblin army. And she like stops them in her tracks, and before she can speak. Krusty starts like talking over her and being like, uh, "Um, the kitchen's that way, ma'am. Do you want any warm milk?" Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Why don't you go make me a sandwich, ma'am?" And she was like, "She was like, you know what? 
I was going to share my crucial piece of information with you, but you know what? I'm just going to keep walking. You had your chance, Krusty, my boy. Krusty oh, um, is the worst. Yeah. No, he literally just like kept laying into her. And then like after like five minutes of that, he's like, so what did you come out here to tell us? And she's just like, nothing. Nothing. Bye. <laughs> and then yeah. in the middle of the meeting when everybody was uh, on edge, I don't remember why everybody was upset, but they were all upset with each other. They were like, grr. So, so they were all on edge right. because Ishita- Mishitaka um, is like getting frustrated that uh, that they would that the nobles would um, dare to ask for help. Right. Uh, so he smashes their table, and he does say, "Sorry about the table." He does. Well, he literally he like he smashes his fist onto the table and uh, and has this big speech, and then yeah, like right at the end of it is this like. And through the rest of the scene, like, there's huge cracks throughout the table. Uh, and then at the end, he's just like, yeah, sorry for the table. <laughs> yeah. And they're having this meeting, and it's not going great. And then Lunesia barges in and is like... K- K- I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but can I say my favorite thing about, about Mishitaka uh, smashing the table? I'd be insulted if you didn't. Is that he... Is that everyone's wine glasses uh, remained upright except for his? Yeah, his exploded. Yeah, and or fell over. Uh, it, I don't know. For some reason, that just makes me yeah, laugh. There's something very special about it. Um, Lunesia walks in on this meeting. So sorry to interrupt you. No, sorry. <laughs> um, she walks in on the meeting, and she insults everyone, especially Krusty. She actually, this is the part where she pulls out a gun and shoots Krusty on sight. It was a good episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joy, Joy is currently falling asleep. No, I'm not. Joy, Joy is falling asleep. No, I'm not. Ray, Ray is is trying to bail out the podcast, and I am watching it all burn. Thanks for watching, everybody. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's log out. Okay, uh, for canon purposes, she doesn't kill Krusty. She just tells him off and then flies to Akihabara to recruit babies. She tells him off and decides that, you know what, everybody? You're all, you're all being shady and calling me baby. What if we just ask for help? Hmm? Yeah, well, she's like, like, the adventurers are free. I love freedom. And I also want to have that we should respect the knights or the adventurers we should give them our utmost respect they don't do they don't have any responsibility to uh save people they don't have any responsibility to do the barest amount possible to be a good person right yep actually i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna say just they don't they 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 don't do the barest amount possible to not be a bad person. It's not even a question of being right. good at that point. It's just not being the worst. Right? Yeah. Again, the libertarianism of it all. Uh, it's of like being like yes, there. Not only should there be a a privileged party of people, but also they should have no responsibilities or answer to any authority whatsoever. We should all be able to do what we want, even if it means that literal towns will be destroyed. And all of its citizens dead. And all of the citizens will be killed. And they don't, and they don't respawn. But that's all okay, because, because I want to sit. Because you weren't nice enough. <laughs> Sniffle directly into my microphone. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, friends, 
Well, well, friends, I'm going to go take a nap. We've done it. We have watched and talked about one more episode of Log Horizon. How do we all feel? I'm fine. I don't. We even out. <laughs> Jupiter, how do you feel? Because you're the deciding factor. Why am I the deciding factor? Because I said it's good. And Joy said, ah. No, I so said. So it's your I, turn. That's not what I said. Don't misrepresent. Jupiter asked how I feel. And I said, I don't. You don't. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Uh. Well, I. you know what I think? I think. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. And uh, if you would like to uh, rate us on iTunes, you absolutely can. That would be super cool. Five star reviews or uh, reviewing anywhere else on the internet where you uh, where there is a stars system for our podcast. Just go for it. Just absolutely go for it. Um, we would really appreciate it. We'll read it out on the show. It means a lot. Uh, Patreon. That's one. Patreon. That's part of the outro. Hey, hey. Listen. Yeah? If you want to do Patreon, then you should do Patreon at patreon.com forward slash um, artificial aspects. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. You can search for artificial aspects of friendship in the Patreon search bar and you'll find it. You can give us money because we do need that. Uh, yeah. I, you know what I feel, y'all? Hmm. I feel like the last 15 minutes of this podcast, we crashed super hard. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I still don't know where I am. Are we logging out? Is that We're logging happening? out. We're logging out. This is it. That's the that's the podcast, everyone. Goodbye, go, everybody home. go home. <laughs> Bye. Pew. Log bye, out. Bye, 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 bye.